0: Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Honest Tattooer podcast, where we love tattooing and all of its various facets. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing tattoo collecting. What's up, Matt? Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm really doing good. What's up, Ermis? And today, we have a special guest. So I'm going to just give a little introduction here because you happen to be the very first tattoo collector, tattoo client, that we have here, so why don't you introduce yourself to the world out here?
1: Uh, my name is Scott, I'm one of uh, Matt's clients. Hey. I've been uh, getting tattooed by Matt for a little over four years now, and uh, quite a, have quite a collection from him.
0: Absolutely, and it's sick, man, it's Thank looking you. awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> I'm giving Scott a new pair of pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start at the beginning, when did you get your first tattoo? Uh,
1: about a month after I turned 18, uh, I got a skull, top of my arm, Came home. My mom started crying. (laughs) That was my first tattoo. Uh, after that was about maybe two years of just getting random stuff. Then I took a full 10, 12 year break. And that's when I met Matt. And I was like, this is, this is the guy I'm getting, getting tattoos from this This guy.
0: You know what? I can absolutely relate. Like I got my first tattoo when I was 18, uh, hit it for my mom for about two weeks. And then one day I was like, putting some lotion on it and like in the bathroom. And then she was like, started slamming, open this door right now. (laughs) She like, she like knew that something was up and I opened the door and I was like, what? Let me see, what? And I showed her and she just slapped me in the face. (laughs) I can't believe you did that. you ruined your body. You're never gonna get a job. Oh, uh, she was now, wrong. Now look, she's working for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally different. Yeah. <laughs> now she works with me in a tattoo shop insane.
2: She seems so lovely in the shop.
0: So. I know. She looks like she would never slap you know, her 18-year-old son. Yeah, she did. <laughs> um. Man,
3: my first tattoo was on my 18th birthday. And uh, I was working in an office at the time. Five o'clock rolls around. I go out of work. I go straight to the tattoo shop. And, uh, I didn't know this, but my parents, my brothers, my sister were all at my house with cake and dinner ready for me waiting to like sing happy birthday. And I never came home. I was going to the tattoo shop. <laughs> and, but the, the best part about it was that my mom was not pissed at all. Like she knew she was like, oh, he's getting tattooed. He's getting yeah. tattooed right now. And I came home and she was like, let me see it. Me see <laughs> she it. was like, she knew. <laughs> and then she was like, all right, cool. Let's, you know, happy birthday.
0: That's sweet. At least you didn't get slapped.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh man.
0: What'd your dad say? He didn't really care.
3: <laughs> he doesn't get it. It's so funny. Every time he I show him a new tattoo that I got, he's like, why would you do that? Like, why would you pay to get hurt? It doesn't make any sense. I don't understand
0: it. I was like, at least you get something cool out of it. It's not yeah. like going to see a dominatrix that just slaps you for no fucking reason. It just smashes your balls and then you got to pay her for it. Yeah. It's insane. What about you, Hermes? When'd you get your first tattoo?
2: Uh, late bloomer,
0: 29 years old. You're were nine. So. You made better choices because I, I, I did. Mine is gone. My f- very first tattoo has been lasered. You know, it wasn't that great. You know, I was, I went with like an idea, <clears throat> picked something off the wall, and it was over my budget. So I was like, that one. <laughs> 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 like it just changed that quick. I was like, uh, that one, and that was it. I don't hate
2: any of my tattoos, but I've been thinking of bigger ideas for my arm. Yeah. And I'm thinking maybe I should remove one. So
0: I think that sometimes like, you know, I got little tattoos in the beginning. And then eventually I was like, when I started, you know, yeah, I was like, oh man, that's what you can get. And I was like, I want a full sleeve. I wasn't able to get a full sleeve till I was already in my mid thirties, you know? And that was after doing like laser removal for about two, two years to be able to clear all the stuff that I got from just spontaneous bad decisions.
3: Man, how how often do you see people with like, oh I just want to get a small tattoo here, and then you know a couple of months later, oh, let me just you know add a little bit to it. Let me add a little bit more a couple of months later. I had to tell so many people, I was like, bro, I see where you're going right now. <laughs> Let's just do the sleeve. Let's just, just do like, the sleeve. Bro. Design the rest of the sleeve now the right way. Otherwise, you're gonna have like little you know tiny patchwork tattoos here and there. It's not gonna look great. That's how my arm is. I I hate it. I hate the way <laughs> my arm It's about twenty different styles, different tattoo artists that. Nothing goes together. Nothing fits right.
0: The uh, one difference, right, is that you're a tattooer and probably getting those tattoos were big lessons for you. Yeah. You know, I'm
3: I'm teaching the lesson right now. (laughs) (laughs) But
0: like, even I feel like for me, when I got tattooed and I got small tattoos and from a lot of people, I learned a little bit from everybody that tattooed me, either of what to do or what not to do. Right. You know, and I got to see tattoos age on myself and be like, oh, man. I shouldn't do what this guy did on me, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, and this come from a tattooer standpoint of like, you know, you see your tattoos age, change, morph, and you know, whatever. Like you start seeing like something that's in a part of your body where it moves a lot more and you're like, Oh wow. Like that affects that, you know? Yeah. So it's like, those are little lessons that I think that uh, if you're a young tattooer, the best thing you can do is go get tattooed by your favorite tattooers. You're going to learn so much from them. And it's, the best way to open a conversation to get some great information on, on becoming a better tattooer yourself. So Scott, when did that reset for you about like, you went from, you took a big break and then it was like, you met Matt and you're like, I want to get tattooed up.
1: So I had a friend recommend him to me. And, oh no way. Who? Uh, it's girl Chrissy. She lives up in Pearl river. It's kind of, cl- kind of close I, to her.
3: Did I tattoo her? No. Okay.
1: No, she just found you send me your stuff and, uh, I was on the fence for about like six months and then I was thinking about ideas and I was like I wasn't sure about you know what I wanted to do exactly and then I came up with a theme for a bunch of my tattoos which was uh, Native American southwestern uh, influence uh, a lot of turquoise jewelry uh, and uh, Native American spirit animals cool uh, but then I came to him with a ridiculous idea of wanting a bear with an Elk or a bear riding an elk (laughs) holding like, you know, a bottle of moonshine or whatever, something completely ridiculous that just, (laughs) you know, looking back on it now is just, I'm grateful that I went to Matt with it because Matt took the idea and made it palatable and took out all the ridiculous stuff and gave me a beautiful bear with a headdress and elk on the bottom. And it's something that will last over time i'm not going to look at it in 10 years and be like oh that was a stupid idea why did i do that
0: (laughs) do you think that your initial vision of the tattoo looks at all like what you ended ended up getting absolutely not i think that's huge to know
1: and when i walked into the shop and you showed it to me i was like this is definitely way better than i could have ever imagined and uh that was uh I, i would say at that point that's when you really won my trust and i was like all right this Let's go with this and, uh, you know, maybe I'll get some more. And then- Look at you now. Then I was, I don't know, two appointments later, I was like, I'm just going to book the rest of the year. Like, we're going to just keep going. We're just going to keep going.
3: Yeah. Scott's been in like every month for the last four years. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: awesome. You know, I feel like, you know, my clients that, that I've tattooed like that, you know, like my boy, Frank, man, like, man, we've known each other for so many years now and we've known- all of the things that have been going on. Cause you know, you just spend hours upon hours talking about all kinds yeah. of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a, it's a de- very different experience. And, uh, and I saw this video the other day uh, from Ryan, you know, talking about like um, the longevity of a client, you know? And I feel like the more you enhance that experience of, 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 uh, of when someone gets tattooed and you build your relationship, your rapport, you know, When you come get tattooed, it probably doesn't feel like, you know, you're coming to a business. You are not. I don't know. I get tattooed there and I hang out with my homie that tattoos me, man. Like it's a different vibe. You know what I'm saying? For sure. And I feel like that is the most rewarding thing for both the tattooer and the client because it's such an easy experience. You know, you're not like wrestling with his ideas already. You know, you're not like, oh, well, no, you're already there's the trust has been built, you know, so it just it lets him get into his flow state of creating way faster without anything and that confidence that you have in him helps him create better tattoos i feel like those two things are so synergy it's a big synergy between the client and tattooer that when you have like a a client that's always just making the ideas just every time you have like something start flowing they just they just knock it down you know and i feel like oh man that's a rough rough tattoo session
3: yeah um I think one of the, the best parts about having a client that, uh, trust you the way that Scott trusts me and like how Frank trusts you is that a lot of times, like Scott, oftentimes now is just like, do whatever, man.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, the, yeah, The past two have been like, that. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like whatever. I don't even Fill care. This show spot, me, right? show <laughs> me what you got. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's do it.
3: And it, it just, it, sometimes that's, it, sometimes that's hard. Cause now I got to like, I got to, I got to come up with something that I I know that you will like, but oftentimes it's like, cool, man, I get to be free. I get to do what I want. Like most likely, even if it's nothing that you would think of or want, like I could probably show you pretty much anything at this point, you know, considering it's still a decent looking tattoo. You'll be like, all right, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) That's sweet. That's sweet. That's a, that's a great feeling, man. Do you know how much time you've already, you've invested into your legs? I want to say it's over a hundred
3: hours. Probably,
1: I think it's it's probably a little over a hundred hours, holy crap, I completely lost track of it,
3: so uh i'm gonna put a picture of I'll actually put the reel of uh you spinning around on that stool, which was a couple of a couple of sessions ago, so we've added more since then but um, do you have any idea of how many pieces there are?
1: seven per leg, seven, seven or seven eight per, per leg. leg okay, yeah, I got my foot, both sides of my calf, knee, back, and knee, both sides of my thighs. And then back of the thigh. So each one
3: was probably two sessions, right? I don't think we did any of them in one, did we?
1: Uh, the back of one of my knees, we did in one, yeah. which was a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, think- I remember <laughs> clinching to the table with my head down, just like, oh my God, just please be over.
0: For, for people that, you know, that are not tattooers, for tattoo collectors, you know? So there's two kinds of sleeves, right? There's a tattoo sleeve that is one big cohesive image, um, kind of like this right arm I have, I have just two things on that arm. It's totally just a tiger and a snake, cherry blossoms. That's it. There's nothing else there. And then there's this arm where I have a bunch of small kind of tattoos and eventually it's filled up the whole arm. You know, I have one big tattoo up top and then smaller tattoos there. They're both sleeves. They're both different. They can both look very good. It's like the difference between seeing like a, a traditional tattoo sleeve or a neo traditional tattoo sleeve like you know kind of like yours where you have a lot of different pieces but the what ties them together is both subject matter in your case and because Matt's doing has done them all there's a sense of like a uh, color palette yeah. you know and that gives it that uniformity and that balance and that harmony yeah. and i feel like it's like think of think of your leg as your house, right? You wouldn't just start putting all of these random freaking pieces of furniture, artwork all over your house. It would feel just uncomfortable being there, you know? And I feel like I've seen arms that have that kind of like what you're talking about with your own arm, (laughs) where there's like all these things from different styles and different things, you know? And like some people like that, I feel like that can be cool, but not necessarily the most aesthetically pleasing. You know, yeah, it's like going to like like I said, like a random house that has all of this weird stuff. It's like it could be unique and cool looking, but it's not gonna make you feel the same way as when you go to somewhere where it's finely decorated and and uh,
3: yeah, there's it's like. It's like uh, the the college kid who's, you know, collecting just random shit he found on Craigslist to kind of fill some space yeah. or, you know, the house that's like maybe even interior designer, you know, jurorated the entire house absolutely. and made everything cohesive.
0: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Totally two different experiences, yeah. you know. Um, and I think that like uh, a lot of times, you know, you have either I think clients are a lot more aware of that now. Um, Cause they see a lot more stuff on Instagram, but I feel like back in the day, man, I, I would get people exactly what we were talking about, man. Like you get somebody that get something first tattoo right in the middle of the arm. Right. And then they're like, I want something around it. So it kind of frames the top right now. It looks like this is my favorite word. Can we do a, a quarter sleeve, <laughs> a quarter, just you mean just the top of your arm tattoo, bro? <laughs> just a That's a big the, tattoo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's right? like, it was like, if this is a half quarter, it's just this little bit <laughs> right here, dude. Like This is the top of your arm. And then little by little, they would just keep going. And then they would end up with this like patchwork. And then uh, the worst thing that I think that you can do, and if you're doing this kind of patchwork stuff, which I think I've, I made that mistake early in my career because people just wanted it, is to start adding background to it. Yeah. Scott and I were actually talking about that before. Yeah. Like starting background. I'm like, no, just keep getting tattooed. Background is X, it's just it's the little bit in between. You shouldn't have one huge gap of background yeah. there and it's not going to work. Um, or getting tattooed by people that uh do their tattoos but refuse to tie it into the other tattoos around them. That happened to me as a client multiple times. You know, where I would get a tattoo by someone. I'm like, hey, man, could you just smooth that into the other tattoo? Like, nah, man, I don't want do to.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what is it? They they don't want to touch anybody else's work or?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, you know, <laughs> the funniest thing once time I get tattooed by this guy. And I was like, dude, could you just like, you know, smooth. It? And he's like, you're a tattoo artist. What are you doing? <laughs> 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 dude, he was like, you do it one of these days.
3: Man, I'm gonna drop a name right now, but I'm gonna bleep this out. So, that we don't, we don't <laughs> so I was I was tattooing. Um, I don't know if he was an apprentice or maybe he was just like a you know kitchen wizard or whatever. But uh, I tattooed this guy who originally got tattooed on his upper arm by. Okay, right up here. Yeah, all right. So after he started that tattoo up on his upper arm, I then tattooed this guy down on his lower forearm. Okay nowhere's near in space. Yeah. Piece. Not even intending to bring them together or anything like that. Yeah. So now this guy goes back to <laughs> him to finish this tattoo up on his open on his other arm. And he's like, bro, I'm not touching you now. Like you had, you got tattooed by somebody else. I'm not finishing this tattoo. What? Refused. That's crazy. Refused <laughs> to, finish. to finish it. <laughs> you would not touch that tattoo anymore. Wow. The top of his arm. The top of his arm. What? Yeah. But uh, man.
0: So I know, uh, and he tattooed me and, Uh, Was it Biomech that he had at the top? Yeah. So this is within his Biomech days, which is very different than like post Biomech. But like, uh, I feel like if when he started the upper arm, he had an idea of like, I'm making a full sleeve out of this. probably. And the guy was like, I don't really care about a full sleeve anymore. I just want to get a banger over here, you know? Oh, man. I mean, I would feel really bummed as a tattooer as well. Like, you know, if I like I'm not a tattooer. I would feel really bummed. <laughs> I would feel really bummed too like if I started like a japanese sleeve on somebody and like I did like <laughs> the worst let's say I just started like this dragon, you know? And I'm thinking of adding the rest of the body of the dragon and then he gets like a stipple tat on the bottom of his yeah. arm, I'd be furious. I would be pretty pissed off.
3: I mean, I get that. I I don't know if that was the idea. It didn't look like it had any intentions of going down the arm. But who knows? I mean, I feel like Biomech is one of those
0: things where like those dudes are just just flowing with it. <laughs> <laughs> just flowing with it. Yeah. But man, oh man, what a bummer. But I think that's a good, it's a great person to talk about right now. just because like he had a huge shift in his tattooing where he did nothing but Biomech, full Biomech bodysuit on himself to the head. And then one day he was like, This town of tattooing sucks. (laughs) This is worthless. I'm never doing this again. Dropped it. He's like, colors? Fuck those things. I need some black ink and that's it, dude. And then it's like, all of his own biomech? Covered, bro. This is silly. What am I doing? I'm not a biomechanical man. (laughs) He started covering all that shit up, which is wild. But like, I think he had that like moment where like, he started seeing more and more tattoos that weren't just- having the same impact, you know? And uh, he decided to change his style altogether.
3: Yeah. I've seen a couple of artists do that. Just completely just shift gears. Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, I can't imagine doing the same style for so long year after year after year. We were talking about uh, Joe Capp, um I think with the, the episode with Christian. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, he's been doing these pinups since like the 90s. And everybody keeps asking for the same fucking girl and like yeah. how do you not get tired of doing the same thing
0: for so long? Famous artists like uh, uh what's his name? pinup artists uh, something Vargas, I can't remember his like uh, first name. Uh, and also like people like Muga, you know, who did like this very distinct, you know, obsessed with the female female figure and drawing like they just didn't get tired of looking at ladies and, draw- yeah. <laughs> and drawing them, but like Damn, what uh, the hell was Vargas' <laughs> first name? You know what I'm talking about,
3: right? Yeah, I have his books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: they were called the Vargas girls. The Vargas girls. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's like you know. Uh, and for for you guys, if you don't know what we're referring to, if you can think of like 1950s airplanes, and they had those gr- like pinup girls like on the side of the planes, that's who what we're talking about. Um, this guy just they were Vargas girls. You know, they helped a lot of dudes probably not kill themselves when they're out in war. Because they had, you know, (laughs) like these beautiful pictures of girls like on their, like, oh, man, there is something better if I go back home. You know what I'm saying? Alberto Vargas. Alberto Vargas. Amazing artist, you know. Great for reference. And you've probably seen tons of those like, uh, of his pinup girls been redrawn.
3: Oh, yeah. Between him and Gil Elvgren. Yeah. That's like, that's basically what people like Joe Capper are just uh, turning into the. Their own modern version of that. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: You ever think he has a bad day and just like does this or like a bad week and just does the same pinup girl for like a week straight on different (laughs) people? Or is he actually doing different designs every time? I feel
0: like he probably, you could, like, I could use the same reference and make it look like a different girl every time. Yeah. 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 All you need, different clothes, different color hair, different color eyes, big lips, small lips, small nose, big, so much, so many subtleties, you know? And I feel like- Joe caps, yellow highlights, no yellow highlights, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it's, like, different things like that. And I feel like, yeah, I feel like you could redraw. It's, like, for me, like, how many times can I redraw a koi, bro? Like, it's a freaking fish, bro. I'm not going to redraw the same, you know? Yeah. There's only a few poses of a koi that really make sense and work when it comes to body parts, you know? So it's, like, stick to those few that really work. Why reinvent the wheel, you know? <clears throat> and I think with like certain pinups, especially like, you remember that one time that we were talking about, uh, my shitty tattoo, the shitty pinup tattoo I did. And you were like, why yeah. don't we just, you focus on the bust, you know? And it's like, yeah, that totally makes sense. Cause like, once you focus on that, you know, there's only like so many ways that you can do a bust that it's going to like work, you know, yeah, add a hand, don't add a hand. <laughs> 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 you know? Um, and I feel like that's, that kind of helps kind of, you know, reinvent a little bit of what you do, but ultimately man i think that and you tell me if i'm wrong cuz you're your client clients like to see consistency in artist's work
1: yeah, you know absolutely
0: so i feel like people love the fact that they've seen 3000 joe cap girls and they all look similar but they all look good yeah. that means that when i ask for my girl it's going to look yeah. i'm i'm going to get something that i'm expecting yeah, you know yeah. and i feel like that's huge and i feel like sometimes artists get caught up with the idea of like, they always have to do something different that then nobody ever knows what to expect from them. And then it's harder for clients to take the leap with them. Cause they're like, wow, this guy, I can't, I don't know what I'm going to get. And yeah, it's always slightly, you know, difficult. Yep. You
3: know? Yeah. We were talking about that with, um, Matt Tischler, How his faces are always the same. Yeah. And it seems like, uh, that's the reason why just like, the clients know exactly what they're going to get. They're like, this face is going to be There's pretty. No surprise. It's going to look like this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I feel like it's good. Hermes, how long have you been tattooing? We forgot to do that. Oh, yes. Uh, eight years. You've been tattooing eight. for eight years. Yeah. So you have a very distinct style. And for you guys that don't know, Hermes does really, really cool fine line tattoos. It took
2: me a while to apply the illustrations I used to do before tattooing mm-hmm. into tattooing. Yeah. So slowly... I'm narrowing down that path in doing more line work,
0: etching. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where like to do the style that you have, you have to get really good at line work, which is a a hard road in tattooing. (laughs) So I don't consider myself proficient
2: in line work, but I enjoy it. And I'm only been tattooing for eight years. So every time I try to improve, Man, so that's clutch right there
3: That he said, I'm only tattooing eight years Only eight Dude, listen to that (laughs) Only eight years People who have been tattooing for like two, three years Who think they're masters right now This guy's been only tattooing for eight years And he feels like he's still learning
2: You gotta You know, they say they have The first step of five years You know, you better be know kind of what you're doing And then ten years You better have uh, figured out your shit I haven't.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: so working on that. Yeah,
0: for sure. Man, nowadays we're in a state in tattooing where there's people that have been tattooing for three to four years and they own tattoo shops full of other people that have been tattooing two to three years. Yeah. It's I fucking mean, insane. <laughs> you
2: have people who try, who's starting to apprentice and then they fail and they open up a shop. I've seen it. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, you can, you can work for me.
0: It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's
3: the blind, blind leading the, the blind. He's the
0: blind leading the blind. I think one of the biggest things in tattooing is like, you know, find a shop with experienced artists and it'll help your progress so much faster. Yeah. You know, than just being with a bunch of other people that are at the, at your same stage, you know, and you're trying to learn together, but there's nobody there to really like help you guys out. Yeah. Um, Scott, let's talk about you some more. Right. <laughs> uh, for people, what would you tell somebody that, you know, is thinking of embarking on that kind of journey of like, man, I want to get as tattooed as you.
1: Uh, do your research, know what you want, know what's going to last a long time, know what you're going to be able to look at when it's sagging when you're 80 and it's not going to make you upset. Um, and the subject matter is is, you know, something close, near and dear to your heart something that means something to you. I mean, that's what I work with. I know a lot of people who get a lot of stupid tattoos. Yeah, My cousin's full of them. They're great. <laughs> They're amazing. I love them, but uh, you know, it's really find what works for you and, you know, do your research on your artist before, you know, you just pull the trigger with somebody, you know, when you're in the moment or something like that, you know, you really, really think about what you want um, and how far you're willing to take it. Cause you can't just, You know, yeah, I mean, you can go into a shop and just get a tattoo, but if, you know, you get a, if if I were to have gotten uh, an airplane on my leg and then I'm like a year later, I'm like, you know what? No, I want to do these native American tattoos, you know, I'm going to have an airplane on the bottom of my leg. And then, you know, a guy riding a horse on top of that, it's like, you know, it doesn't make any sense. So as far as like embarking on this far of a journey, you, you know, you really want to know exactly what you want.
0: Have you taken any, what's the longest break that you've taken? from getting tattooed
1: Uh, aside from the 10 year break uh, with Matt, it was just pandemic. So that was probably what a year, year and a half. Not even, I don't think,
3: I mean, we were only out of the shop for a couple of months. I think it
1: was like maybe six or seven months. Yeah. It was like six, seven months. Yeah. yeah. So that was it. Oh, wow. So that's pretty pretty good. Yeah. And then the last break was four. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I think for a lot of people, like, especially when I talk to them about uh, doing sleeves or back pieces or stuff like or really big tattoos like that. I think they have a big problem with how long do you think this is going to take to finish?
1: Yeah, you got to get that out of your head. <laughs> that, that's something you, you have to kind of turn your brain off when you're getting a huge tattoo. You can't really, you can't sit there and think, I want, I want this to be done
0: oh, but my birthday's coming up and like, bro, and I'm trying to show up to my birthday with that full sleeve, yeah. just like ready to go. And hey, I want photos.
1: If that's your motivation, go for it. I mean, you know.
3: That, going that's, to Vegas, I got to go to the pool party. My oh off. my God, that's actually happened word for word, bro. I know, dude. I'm not making that up.
0: Yeah, like word for word, bro. Like, do you think this will be healed by, for the pool party, bro? Because I'm fist bumping my ass off in the pool, bro. Come on. Just schedule the touch up.
1: <laughs> you know, you're going to need it. For me, a lot of getting tattooed was part of like a pretty intense personal like healing process. So getting tattooed, um, you know, aside from getting to spend time with wonderful Matt over here, um, you know, it was a time for a lot of self-reflection and letting go of things. And uh, the tattoos were very much embedded in the meaning of that part of my life. Yeah. So it was interesting to get somewhat past that point and still be getting tattooed. So then the tattoo started taking on different meanings and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just been part of the process.
0: Out of the spots that you've gotten tattooed, which one was the most painful?
1: Um, Feet suck. Once you get down by the ankle and stuff, like where it's all soft down there. I hate that. Uh, Back of the knees, probably my least favorite.
0: I think it's wild how much anything around like your wrist or ankles. That yeah. hurts really bad. Yeah. To the point that I was like, ah, every, every time without fail, I was like, Oh no.
1: Inter, inner leg was pretty bad too.
0: Yeah. Inner yeah. leg, super, super sensitive.
1: Yeah. Was it. the
3: inner leg worse than the back of your thigh?
1: I, I think it was for me at least.
3: We used to get people from West point coming down the rugby team specifically, and they would all get a rugby ball with a K bar going through it. And then a band of lettering going around their thigh. And, uh, First of all, all these guys' thighs were like tree trunks, dude. Thighs were <laughs> yeah, <a> trunk. <laughs> like, yeah. But uh, every single one of them, they all said the same thing. They were like, man, I thought my inner thigh was going to be bad. They said the back of the thigh, by far worse spot. Damn. Uh, yeah. The back of my thigh wasn't that bad for me.
0: Yeah. I would say, yeah, with him, the inner thigh was not fun. I didn't like that. at all. Yeah. Even just the position is so vulnerable. You're just sitting there, just all open, open, dude. It just doesn't feel good. You're like, oh boy, this could be bad.
1: You know, and their head's like right, (laughs) right in front of your crotch, like right there. Oh
0: man! Uh, And then I feel like one another thing that people always is uh, budgeting. You know, in order to get a giant tattoo, it's always like. This is always how the question comes up during a, like, so how long, how much do you think this is going to cost? Yeah. And I'm like, oh man, this could be like, you know, I mean, we're thinking maybe 25, 30 hours at this much per hour. And they're like, whoa, that's incre- That's so much money, you know? But I'm like, yeah, but it's going to happen over the course of you've been getting tattooed for four years, you know? Yeah. And then like, you're going to have this for the rest of your life. Someone told me this and I applied to other things. They were like, your cell phone is the cheapest thing that you own because you use it the most than anything else. So even if like Apple charges two grand for a phone, they're still giving you a pretty good deal on it. Because at the end of the day, think about how much you use that shit and for what you use it for. It's for everything. So like if you have a tattoo, maybe it costs you a lot of money for five years, but then you're going to have to have it for 20, 25 years. 30 years and you're like, oh shit, that shit wasn't actually that bad. You know, <laughs> like, you know, you, by that year, we've already spent that money. Yeah. <laughs> that money's been gone. <laughs> and you get to continue to enjoy that tattoo if you got it from a really good tattoo artist and did some, good, did some good work on you.
1: Sure. Yeah, and there's, I mean, also, just talk to your tattoo artist. Like, yeah. if if I only have 600 bucks and I'm like, hey, Matt, I only have 600 bucks, he's like, all right, we'll just do the outline today. Yeah, or let's we'll, keep going. You know, next appointment, we'll just do the black. I,
0: I agree with that, a hundred percent. And I, you know, in like you know, it's like some sessions you could do, you know, three hours. Another set session you can do, you know, five, six. You know, it's all depending. But I think that the the thing that we were spoke speaking about before, like the urgency to be there, the urgency to the finish line. You know, and I feel like people need to get rid of that of that urgency of like I just want to look tattooed. I'm like, I know you do, but it's gonna be a journey. It's gonna be a you know. I didn't just wake up with my dreads long, bro. (laughs) You know, I had to have the awkward stage, all that shit. Like you're going to have to just rock an outline one summer, just the black, just enjoy every little bits of it, you know? And then one day you're going to be that super heavily tattooed person, but just be consistent. You know, I feel like it's more important for somebody to come get tattooed for two hours than miss tattoo sessions for months and months
3: and months. Yeah. yeah. Or- you could go the other route and just pay that rush fee. You want to get tattooed right away and just, you're going to have to pay extra for it because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot more money. Yeah.
1: yeah. There have been some that I've sat through, you know, six, seven hours and just to get them done. Cause I'm like, I want, I want this done. Yeah, You and want to finish. Yeah. And then there's others where it's, uh, you know, I got an owl on the inside of my leg and we did the outline then did the shading and then colored in the green cactus and that was it. And the owl was just not colored for a month and I was fine yeah. with it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It yes, looked same. pretty cool too. So. <laughs>
3: and then think of it this way. like, So that owl we did a couple of years ago, yeah. right? Looking back on it now, that one month where it wasn't done, like, how much of a deal is that now? Like, Thinking no. about like, who cares? Who Nothing. Cares? It was one month yeah. out of my entire life that the statue was incomplete.
1: And you can't tell by looking at it that it was done in two sessions. Right.
3: Yeah. If it were spread out, like if we did that owl a couple of years ago and then I colored it in today,
1: uh, you'd notice. Totally different.
3: But, uh, yeah, just that one-month, two-month break that you're not going to know. Which, like, what
0: do you think about doing this?
3: What if instead of approaching, like, a leg sleeve
0: in the form of, like, do a tattoo, you know, do the black lines, shade it, you go and color it, you just do tattoo, black lines, shading, no color, add tattoo. And then after you do all of them and they reach that level of lines, Black is done then you go back and then you start you pick a palette now for and then you apply that palette everywhere else just for the sake of more consistent uh aging you know of the tattoo that way like the first tattoo the color is not four years old by the time that we finish you know the tattoo much later because it, it, it always happens where you like you do it and then later on like four years like I'm going to go back to that tattoo. <laughs> I'm going to go back to that tattoo that we did like three years ago to get it back up, to, you know, to speed to this tattoo.
3: I mean, that's exactly what I'm doing with my guy, Sebastian right now. Um, we have, what's on his on his arm. He's got a, he's got like a, a lumberjack lady, the one with the yellow goggles. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. So it's a lumberjack lady on top. He's got a wolf, a bear, um, a pheasant on his arm. And then he's got a, a fox eye. So he wanted like this kind of, uh like foresty kind of woodsy themed um and that's exactly what we did we outlined and gray shaded the entire arm before we started coloring anything and we did it just like you're like we did piece by piece yeah um but he's blasting through that dude whenever anybody cancels he's he's like stalking my uh my calendar <laughs> yeah dude I've had people cancel and like minutes later without me even letting anyone know he booked that spot I'm like <laughs> Bro, how did you see that already
0: <laughs> oh he probably figured out some kind of app like kids have got sneakers you know
1: sneakers. <laughs> yeah. he's, like, Yo, he's got guys. a bot just waiting yeah. to book his appointment. Yeah,
3: absolutely <laughs> but yeah he's he's in like every every week or every two weeks he's coming in and getting more to that tattoo so like his entire sleeve uh will be done in just a few months that's awesome yeah
0: frank has both likes done by me and it's been like two years because he's just the only break that we took was Same as you, pandemic, you know? And it was like a matter of like coming steadily every two weeks and sitting for as long as I'm down a tattoo. Like whenever you're done, we're done. I'm like, holy shit, you're a fucking machine, bro. Yeah. Like, dude, every time I get tattooed, you get three hours out of me. (laughs) Five if we have to finish it, you know? But three, anything over that, I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. This is terrible. Yeah, Yeah, like, It's the worst part of getting, of like having tattoos is getting them, but no, actually healing them is the worst part, but getting them is second, second sucky. I feel like now though, like it's true. Like since they came up with the, you know, the healing film shit, you know, the, the the Derms, With all the Derms, the Derms changed the game. I used to hate getting a tattoo healed. Now it's so much easier with that. So
3: I haven't been tattooed in like five years. I want to be like, womp, 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 womp. <laughs> and I was actually thinking about this today. I've never used numbing cream, and I've never used Saniderm. Yeah, I want to get tattooed purely just to use that stuff, so I can actually have the experience. The experience of about. what is this like? Yeah, dude, let's do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, we got to trade some tats, man. Yeah. Um, let me see. Anybody got some?
3: I got nothing. I thought you were going to have some stuff uh, AI generated from chat GPT. Everything I've go. said
0: so far came up from the top. You're pretty just, good. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: John GPT. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, shit, I'm still using my brain.
2: So, uh, do people do that? So, Scott, what's yeah. your longest session?
1: What's my longest session? Probably seven hours, maybe? Uh, yeah, probably something like that. Yeah. That's long. Probably seven hours. Oof. Yeah, my back That's hurt more nice. than the tattoo. <laughs> laying down for that long is
3: a lot of times body. I'm the one that taps out before my client does.
0: Yeah, same. I'm usually by the time like either my brain's fried or my body's just like, Yeah, stand up, bro. We need to get away from here.
2: Uh, I start taking very short breaks after an hour and a half, even if it's for 30 seconds, I'll take a break. Yeah, yeah, I do that it too. helps a lot just to change the gloves. I'll yeah, find-
3: Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I like to take little, I like to walk away from my tattoo for a little bit. I can't just stare at it non-stop. It's just, I gotta walk away, stop thinking about it, and when I come back to it, my eyes feel better. I'm like, okay, now I see that, I see that, and also just letting the skin just, like, relax for a little bit, and then you can really see if you're saturated something to its full yeah. potential, you know? It's like, oh, man, so much better just to walk away, come back, but then the downside of that is that when you get back, your client's like, Oh, 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 oh. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on the podcast before, but I'm the type of person, I, I hate people waiting for me. Right. So when I take a break, if it's because I need to take a break, I try to do it as quick as possible. Cause sometimes like I'll get up, I'll come stand at the bar over here. Like I'll just, you know, check my phone real quick. I'll have a snack. I'll talk to you know whoever's around and I'll peek out of the corner of my eye my clients sitting there waiting and i'm like oh man i gotta go back over there like
1: <laughs> i do that too sometimes
3: <laughs> like they're checking their time like come on guy let's go you pay me by the hour over here that's why you just step outside
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's why i don't have to look at them looking at me i'm just gonna go outside and just you know it was easy too when we we're downstairs because then people could just be like i'm just gonna leave this room
3: all together yeah. and go over there you ever notice that the people downstairs when they're getting tattooed when it's time to take a break, they don't want to come upstairs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so weird.
0: This is right here. It's
1: like yeah. a different, I don't know. It's like a different world down there. It is. It's yeah.
0: a
2: dungeon.
1: Yeah.
0: I feel like, I mean, from tattooing there, I feel like it would put me in a very tat mode mentally. Like, you know, when I would be down there, I'm like, there's no lights, no sunshine, window, just no, tats, no yeah. windows. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know like, what like, yeah, you don't know what time you're just in it, you know? And I feel like, you know, the, Like, uh, even just being up here, you know, people walk around, you hear the crazy person walking down the street saying wild shit. There's little things that kind of like for a second you look, you know, and, uh, downstairs you just don't have that, you know, it's just machines buzzing, people talking, music bumping and
3: just tats. That's it. So Scott, you've been tattooed at Bowery. You've been tattooed downstairs here. And today was your first time getting tattooed on this floor up here. How did, what- out of the three, which you know, which do you uh, like? How's your experience with all of them?
1: Uh, I'd say it's a little strange being right next to the window. Yeah, but it's also kind of cool because I'm like, oh, look at me, I'm getting tattooed. All <laughs> sign. Uh, you know what I think about sometimes? you ever go to the? Um, I think it's a.
3: Uh, the Chinese food place over here on, uh, on on Bowery, maybe where people are like literally eating right in front of the window. Like, they're the windows right there, their tables right here, and everyone walking down the street just like watches them eating their dinner. Like, you know, it makes me think about that when I'm
1: tattooing people are here. Yeah, I, I could see people stopping and hey, it didn't really bother me. Yeah, yeah. Downstairs, it is a little dungeon like. Yeah, the buzzing for six hours sometimes you're like. I think I'm going crazy. Um, and then the what was the other Bowery location? at Bowery, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Bowery. It was um, semi-private. Yeah, it was semi-private. Um, it was a nice space. You know, I enjoyed it over there. Yeah, it's nice over here too. Don't have any quarrels with being over here. <laughs> I got a client question. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. What do you? What happens if you make a mistake? Like if you're shading something and you do it in a way, and you're like. Oh, I don't like this. Uh,
0: tattooers don't make mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The only mistake a tattooer can make is misspelling something. Yes. That is the one mistake that we can make, but we don't make mistakes. You know? I've, that, put, uh,
3: I've, I've put a stencil on backwards before.
0: Well, I guess that, that is
3: a- like, uh, I was doing a kanji piece and obviously I can't read it. When I made the photocopy, I guess I flipped the tracing paper the other way. Yeah. not realizing it. So I made the stencil. It was actually the mirror image of it. And I didn't realize it halfway through the tattoo. I'm looking at the tattoo. I'm looking at the reference. Like, oh, I'm shit. like, so why Why does it look like I'm doing a different tattoo don't, than what I'm looking at over here? And then I was like, oh, fuck, it's backwards. <laughs> Never told the girl.
0: Yeah.
2: I Never bet she
3: looked that. in the mirror and she said, it looks perfect.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know. Even if it wasn't, she would have no yeah. idea. Like the, the idea of what it means is more important <laughs> than what it means, especially if you get in a different language, You know, yeah. especially not one that's English, you know, it's like, come on it's the idea. But I feel like, yeah, I feel like it's happened. You're tattooing someone and the person just freaking moves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My job as a tattooer is make it seem that like, like you didn't move unless it was such a bad, you know, flinch or something like that, that it's like the line was, some. then I'm going to tell you right then and there, Hey dude, you see this right here? That was supposed to be a straight line, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna put that evil on my client. I'm like, look, see this? This is, you're responsible for. This. Yeah. Like, oops! Another blowout. One good thing, I'll teach you this. For, do this for a moving client. You'll be like, hey, just grab a piece of paper and be like, hey, I want you to write your name right there. And as soon as they start writing their name, just start going like this. <laughs> <laughs> start moving that shit around. They're gonna be like, oh, oh, okay, I get it.
3: <laughs> it's crazy that you have to do that to make them realize that like, yeah. like you can't draw a straight line on a moving target exactly why can't is they it, realize that It's like, dude, look at this
0: is that easy? no like, Well,
3: I have
2: to say I'm the worst client when it comes to tattooing are you, so, are you a mover? yeah, yeah. but uh, that being said so the last tattoo I got was in my stomach I sat horribly that's, that's a rough box <laughs> I know That sounds awful. And I should have tried numbing cream, which I didn't. But from now on- Is it finished? Yeah, that's finished. It was like uh, three and a half hours. Okay. But I want to get my ribs definitely numbing
0: cream. Yeah. Um, Should we wrap it uh, in a good wrapper or should we just cut it?
3: Uh, I think we should do a good wrap. I don't know what you have in mind, but- (laughs)
0: Uh, what's up guys oh no not what's up guys goodbye guys anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in i hope you got some good information about how to get tattooed how to become a tattoo collector thank you so much scott for you know sharing some knowledge i hope that people you know can get a lot from this episode and most of all get brave and get some really cool big tattoos because i feel like once you start getting tattoos and you start connecting with your client, I mean, connecting with your customer, we connect with our clients, then, uh, you really get to experience what it means to be a tattoo collector and to really become part of, you know, a tattoo family that I feel like that we have here at no idols and, and many tattoo shops, you know, all over the country and the world. So thank you guys so much for joining us today and we'll hopefully see you soon. Peace.
1: Bye. Bye.